Amen. Well, welcome once again to Christ City this morning. Thank you for your attendance, the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, if you open up to the book of Joshua, chapter 1. The Lord wants to make us bold. The Lord wants us to be bold, a generation, a people, sons and daughters, you and me. A people that stand up, stand strong, stand firm. A people that take ground, bold. What other words are fitting? Words like brave, daring, courageous, audacious, valiant, unflinching, confident. Joshua 1 verse 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The command of the Lord. The Living Bible reads, yes, be bold and strong. Banish fear and doubt. For remember, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What kind of boldness are we talking about? If we were to equate this boldness to something imaginable. Proverbs 28, verse 1, The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. The Passion Translation, the innocent lovers of God, because of righteousness, will have the boldness that is the confidence of a young, ferocious lion. The Voice Bible reads, The right living, however, stand their ground. They stand their ground as boldly as lions. Be bold as a lion? Yes. And from where does our boldness arise? Is it strength of self? Self-strength? A.W. Tozer said these words, Christians should be the boldest people in the world. Not cocky and sure of ourselves, but sure of Him. And so again, Joshua 1.9, let it be declared to the church today, the word of the Lord, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The Living Bible, yes, be bold and strong. Banish fear and doubt. I wonder if we can receive the word of the Lord today. For it is a time to remember that the Lord our God is with us wherever we go. The message paraphrase, haven't I commanded you? Strength, courage, don't be timid, 
Don't get discouraged. A word widely needed in this hour. God, your God is with you every step you take. This boldness is because of Him. It's because of the Lord. We read a verse like Acts 4, verse 29, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. I think of a roaring lion and I hear a declaration, an announcement, a proclamation, and a warning. A roar with no inkling of fear or doubt. No timidity. Now, if we're honest here today, if we were to ask the question, do we ever fight fears? We know the answer to that. Threatenings come. Threats come. And so we cry out to the Lord that he would grant his servants boldness. Psalm 138, verse 3, In the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. And I believe that it might just be that the Lord is looking for a people that turn from praying and crying out that the threats be silenced and that they start praying and crying out for boldness that they might stand with the boldness of a ferocious lion, move with the boldness of a ferocious lion, and roar with the boldness of a ferocious lion. We're often crying out, asking the Lord that the threats be silenced when we should be asking and crying out that the Lord would grant His servants boldness. Acts 4.29, now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants boldness. The voice, and now, Lord, take note of their intimidations intended to silence us. Grant us, your servants, the courage, the courageous confidence we need to go ahead and proclaim your message. In word, Indeed, in action, proclaiming the message. The Holman Christian Standard Bible, Lord, consider their threats and grant that your slaves may speak your message with complete boldness. Is this the tenor of our lives right now? In this hour? Further words, A.W. Tozer. The most critical need of the church at this moment is men, bold men, free men. The church must seek in prayer and much humility the coming again of men made of the stuff of which prophets and martyrs are made of. Men and women, bold and free. Ephesians 6, verses 19 and 20, and for me that utterance 
may be given me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. 2 Corinthians 3, verses 11 and 12, for if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, let us use great boldness of speech. Since you have great hope, use great boldness of speech. Acts 4.13, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus. Lord, let it be. When they saw the boldness, they knew. They knew that they had been with Jesus. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7, we know this verse well. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And the truth is today that an unsound mind is not the work of the Lord. Great men and women in the Bible, their boldness was because of the Lord. The reality is that their boldness was the Lord. And let us be reminded of the reality that some trust in chariots and horses, but we remember the name of the Lord our God. You see, some are bold because of chariots and horses, but we are bold because of the name of the Lord our God. Oh, that the Lord would grant us all boldness, that the Lord would grant his servants in this hour boldness, complete boldness. A.B. Simpson, one of the special marks of the Holy Ghost in the apostolic church was the spirit of boldness. Now, we are talking about boldness that is cocky and sure of self. The words of Jonathan Edwards, there is a false boldness for Christ that only comes from pride. A man may rashly expose himself to the world's dislike and even deliberately provoke its displeasure and yet do so out of pride. True boldness for Christ transcends all. It is indifferent to the displeasure of either friends or foes. Boldness enables Christians to forsake all rather than Christ and to prefer to offend all rather than to offend Him. God grant, God grant your servants boldness. It's a critical time, and there is a critical need. God grant us men and women, bold men and women, free men and women, made of the stuff of which prophets and martyrs are made of. Joshua. 
Is there a Joshua in the Lord's house today? Moses had passed away, and the Lord spoke to Joshua, and the Lord commanded him to be strong and of good courage, to not be afraid nor dismayed, because the Lord said that he would be with him wherever he would go. Joshua 1, verses 10 to 18, Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves. For within three days you will cross over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke, saying, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But you shall pass before your brethren armed, all your mighty men of valor, and help them, until the Lord has given your brethren rest as he gave you. And they also have taken possession of the land which the Lord your God has given them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses the Lord's servant gave you on this side of the Jordan toward the sunrise. So they answered Joshua, saying, All that you command us we will do, and wherever you send us we will go. Just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Only the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words, in all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. Gideon. I wonder this morning if there is a Gideon in the Lord's house. Judges 6, verses 11 to 16, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Ophrah. It belonged to Joash while his son Gideon was beating out, beating out wheat in the wine press to hide from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And you know, I thought this morning, I wonder if, if the question lives today. And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted? Recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. And then the Lord's response. And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, Please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, But I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. This is the source of all boldness, the Lord our God. For what is our clan without Him? What are we without Him? Without Him our clan is weak, and without Him we are the least in our Father's house. 
Daniel. There was a plot against Daniel. Threats. Threatenings. A decree signed that affected the people, yet was hatched to silence a bold man. A man of integrity, an impeccable character, a man that was truly sold out for God. Daniel 6, verse 7, we read all the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and satraps, the counselors and advisors have consulted together. Wow. To establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. What would Daniel do? What would Daniel's response be? Would this lion of a man shut his mouth for 30 days? Would this lion refrain from roaring? Would he say to himself, just let it pass these 30 days and then roar again? Why cause an issue? Why the hassle? Don't put yourself in harm's way. Choose sacrifice that costs nothing. Or at least tweak your pattern in the Lord to keep you out of harm's way. Verses 10 to 23, now when Daniel knew, here's the response of this lion of a man. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. And I feel like the Lord would ask today, is there a window opener in the house of the Lord? Is there a Daniel in the Lord's house? Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree? Think about this today. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true. According to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king, That Daniel, you know that guy? That Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you. Captives from Judah, wow. Lion of the tribe of Judah. He does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. 
and he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Medes and Persians that no decree or statute which the king establishes may be changed. So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. I mean, if he just kept the window shut. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Wow. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signets of his lords, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him. Also his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouths so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him and also, just let the word speak today, okay? And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Wow. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury, whatever, was found on him because he believed in his God. Is there a custom keeper in the house of the Lord today? A lion of a saint. Moses. What of Moses? A man the Lord sent to Egypt to lead his people out of bondage. Imagine. Imagine that call. That commission. A man that relied on the boldness of the Lord. A man that in himself he knew he wasn't enough. Or we read of David, the giant killer. The one who showed up on the scene emboldened by God. A young, ferocious lion that heard the enemy's threats and knew there was a cause. A young lion that would not put up with the defying of the enemy. We read 1 Samuel 17, verses 45 and 46. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with sword and spear and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you. I wonder if this, this young, ferocious lion was bold that day. Well, let's just read what he said. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. 
And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Listen, we know what happened that day. The giant was slain. You see, that day, David was the boldest man in the world. David was the boldest man in the world that day. Not cocky and sure of self, but sure of him. Esther, Esther 4, verse 14, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Think on it today. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Is there an Esther in the Lord's house? What boldness she had in the face of the threatening of the enemy. And if you know the story, you know that through her boldness, the Lord granted salvation for her people. I think of Mary. You say, how does this apply? Luke 1, verses 26 to 38. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. A recurring theme. For you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth the Son, and she'll call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Listen, church, you know the boldness it takes to utter the words, Behold the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Not just to utter the words, but to utter the words and mean them. And then to face all that was to come. 
But you see, people of God, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and when the power of the highest overshadows you, bold as a lion. Bold as a lion. You can have the worship team return today. There is a need. There is a need today, and perhaps there always has been. The critical need of the church at this moment is men and women, bold men and women, free men and women. The church must seek in prayer and much humility the coming again of men and women made of the stuff of which prophets and martyrs are made. Listen, we should be the boldest people in the world. But I wonder how many are fearful, plagued with anxiety, not bold. We should be the boldest people in the world, not cocky and sure of ourselves, but sure of Him. I wonder, is there a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the Lord's house? You say, great story. (laughs) No, great history. And by by the grace of God, as that old saying goes, history repeats itself. I, I pray that history would repeat itself. There is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the Lord's house, bold, knowing, knowing that he can and will save as we stand and don't bow. But yet bold, that even if he doesn't, trusting in his sovereignty, hold to what's right. Threats, threatenings, And what we are asking for is boldness. The word of the Lord today for this hour, watch, stand firm in the faith, be bold, be strong. Let none of these things move you. Whom shall you fear? I am your light, says the Lord, and your salvation, the strength and stronghold of your lives. Remember that he's the strength of your life. He's the stronghold of your life. As these words speak today, boldness in the course of a noble fight is worth the risk. If we stand on truth, we will only regret our timidity later, but we'll never regret being bold. And so, Acts 4.29, now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to all your true servants boldness. Boldness. We used to sing this old chorus. We're not about to sing it. Be bold, be strong. For the Lord, your God, is with you.
The Lord is our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? Our lives are safe in His hands. I'm praying that history repeats itself. I'm praying for a Moses. Praying for a Joshua. Praying for a Jeremiah and Nehemiah. Praying for a David. Praying for a Ruth. Praying for an Esther. Praying for a Daniel, a Shadrach, a Meshach, an Abednego. We love these stories. The children hear them on Sundays. They're read to them. They're read to them when they go to sleep. And my prayer is that as they look to those that are older, they see that it's possible. I want to be like Dad. He's a giant killer. I want to be like Mom. She's a prophet. It's a critical time, church. You know, we've been praying that the Lord would do something, haven't we? And then when things start to move, we just like, I don't know what's going on. I can't really hear a word from the Lord or... Uh, the Lord's saying this, and then the next person, well, the Lord's saying that. Listen, God is not a schizophrenic. And that's, that's not the God of the Bible. That is not the God of the Bible. We need boldness. We've needed boldness in every generation. Listen, if the church, we know the church will continue because God's going to protect his church, the true church. But we need to stand and we need to be bold. We can't shrink back. We can't hold back. We can't shut up. You know, I pray that you can understand why I share this, and I hope nobody's offended by this, truly. There was a song that played, and it's not a Christian song. It was during the Euro Cup. When I first heard it, I thought, man, that's so carnal. We are the people we've been waiting for. I just feel like, you know, maybe that's true. I don't know who you're waiting for. Who are we waiting for? Who are you waiting for? Somebody else to rise up? Somebody else to start roaring? How many is it going to take? If a thousand start roaring, will you open your mouth? Will you open your window? You see, because the truth is this. We read these stories, and it was one person. It's easy to get on the bandwagon. It's easy to join a church, a movement when there's 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, all this power, all this stuff. You understand what I'm saying this morning? But it's real hard to stand all alone. It's real hard. It takes true boldness and true courage. We read of these men and it's like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know what? 
I don't know. I don't know. And I'm praying for one day, by the grace of God, I'll reach heaven and I'll just be able to, to, to say what went on that day. These three men, they didn't stand. We know what happened. They were saved. They were rescued. I wonder, did anybody else get up off their knees? Because they, they saw three men, bold. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Listen, save this generation and save the next. Be bold. It's time to stand. It's time to stand. It's time to stand. Jesus, Lord, grant your servants boldness today. Grant your servants boldness today, O Lord, that with complete boldness we might stand for what is right and what is righteous. Lord, grant your servants all boldness to speak your word and proclaim your truth and your promises and your realities, O Lord, to give an answer for the hope that we have. Grant your servants here today, Lord, all boldness, all boldness to not tweak the custom. God, grant us that boldness, that strength, that courage, that bravery, that tenacity, the audaciousness. And when we fight fears, let faith rise. And when we fight doubts, let us quote your word and declare your promises. Let us hold to your report and stand strong, God. You're our strength, Lord. Cry.